right, this is episode four of Terrible four. Tycoon, uh, the show where it's like Shark Tank, but not. We do the opposite of what Shark Tank does. And uh, if you haven't gotten that into four episodes or three episodes, then well, maybe you need to be on the show because you probably have some really bad ideas. Um, I'm Dylan. Uh, Evan. Jacob. Uh, Keaton. I'm Austin Glenn. Uh, I'm going to be tonight's guest. Um, I am a coffee connoisseur, a big fan of tabletop role-playing games, and I'm currently working on my second tuba performance degree. Uh, so you could say I know a little bit about terrible financial <laughs> ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than like Dungeons & Dragons, do you play any other like tabletop games? or? Not really. Um, I kind of mentioned that, though, because it kind of leads into my first idea. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that one in the back okay. pocket. Okay. All right. Um, so Dylan started last week, and I'm to his immediate left today. So last I guess week. I'll go ahead and start. Like last week. Last four weeks ago. <laughs> they don't like have like to four know that. Five weeks ago. They don't have to know that. So our last episode Dylan started, so I'll go ahead and start this one. Um, it was an idea I had the other day. And I was sitting down, and I was thinking, I really like the idea of those um, restaurants. Like, you know the hot pot restaurants, like, where they give you your meat, and then they have some way of you cooking it at your table? Like the Korean barbecue place where there's, like, a grill in the middle, and they Mm -hmm. cook it. So the idea is you all sit down, and then they bring you out TV dinners, and there's a microwave at the end of your table (laughs) so that you can microwave it yourself. (laughs) Now, are they, uh, first question, are they gourmet TV dinners, or are they, like, straight banquet $1.99 like a, It's like a, what is it, a Hungry yeah. Man? Is that, like, a the big one? Man. Yeah, that's a big one. That's or, like, the, like, you go pick up at Walmart. <laughs> the, the kid's meal is just cuisine art. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think there's two ways of going with this. The first one, which is just a very bad idea, but has the highest profit margins, is you just like go to Walmart and literally just grab stuff out of the freezer, like like hot pockets and hungry mans and and like lean cuisine and all those. And then you, one option is you don't even rename it on the menu. You just put down <laughs> what it is and let them choose that. Like, <laughs> no, I think there's really high like bar potential here. Like you could have like a really good like mixology thing, or like it's like a hangout type bar, but also you have microwaves at every table, and you can like order. Can I get three pepperoni hot to- pockets for the table, and then yeah. you can eat those with your drinks? That's kind of what I was thinking. This sounds like every like swimming pool like vendor from the nineties. So yeah. It was like every single time you went to the swimming pool, they're like, "All right, you want hot pocket or popsicle?" It was like those were the the two options. Yeah, so like we're thinking like hot pockets, the hungry man. You can do like top ramen. TV. Mm. No, no, oh, not not how it has to be like TV, like in a tray dinner. Well, I guess as long as it's microwave. And, and, like, and you have to TV has to be a major part of this too. Oh, oh, TV. Okay. So. Call it TV diner. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's a good okay. word. Uh-huh. So you have like a TV sitting on the microwave. Yeah, and then you have a. You have to make the tables. Each one has their own individual table. It's like a TV tray. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it kind of like still 50 seams with the diner, though? And like get like Dick Van Dyke show kind of stuff? No, I no. think no, I think it's modern TV. Or like okay. maybe just like... So she want to go watch Modern Family with, with the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and eat dinner. Yeah, and eat dinner I think at the same what time. would be cool if you had like old TVs and you replaced like the bubble screens with like LCDs. That way it's mm-hmm. like kind of 
it's so, got a TV, modern but also, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you just you just take an old CRT TV. No, like an old like where it has like oh, a dial, the, uh, yeah. oh. like a tube TV. Yeah, yeah, but you just take out the with bubble a, with the antenna, it, like the screen, and you right. put a, just a normal LCD. Like that's doable. We're that's talking Jetsons, and then just replace it with an LCD behind yeah, it instead. Yeah, you could do that. Um, yeah, I think the aesthetic would work all right. But then, okay, so my other thing is if we don't just go get food and then give it to them, which would have the highest profit margins. Then I don't think we have to have any kind of like special licenses to have cooks because we just don't have cooks. Yeah, they're just yeah. it's just sitting in the freezer and we yeah. go grab it as okay. long as we have it in stock. Well, it'd be like a if you go to like a place to like <laughs> like a haircut place. And yeah, they have like or, drinks. Yeah, or like a you know there's that uh, computer place in the mall. Yeah, like they have food there. Like game time. Yeah, yeah, like game time. Yeah. They have food there you can yeah. buy, and they don't have. I highly doubt they have food handlers card. Yeah, because I mean they're not really. Handling food, right? Yeah, if you're not the if you're not like serving hot food, I think you can just like sell people like yeah. And you can have, dude, you can have like a group. It's actually not a bad idea. You can actually. No, this is a bad idea. I'm not going to a restaurant (laughs) buying a hot pocket. No, okay. Think about this. (laughs) If you if you went for just the experience, you could have like a like a you could make it like more like a like a take a house but blow it up. Like make it like like, like, (laughs) uh, no like. I, I said we, somehow we've like, created our second bad idea already. Like you have a game room, and the game room has like thirty pool tables and like pinball and all that. That's the game room, and then you can have like the you know how restaurants are divided. Like there's a bunch of small tables, there's like a bunch of big tables in one area. Yeah. Well, you can have that, but keep the living room. That's living room, and you just have couches. There's not actually real tables to eat at. You got the microwave like as the TV stand, and you have the TV, and it's like couches. My That's only, how people eat. It's, my it's only, like, my only worry about that is at a restaurant, the people have a like a de facto rule of we eat, then we talk a little, and then we'll leave. Mm-hmm. If I set up as a house, people will literally just sit there hey, all day. No, no, no. Pay by the hour. Pay so by the hour? Yeah. Like a bowling alley or an arcade that, like, you know, we don't have those here in town. So this is just like an Airbnb that I pay for by well, the hour. Well, not really, no. Because, like, it's like a business idea, like... Say you have like a couch and then a chair. Okay. And then you have your mini fridge with all your drinks. Okay. And then you have your microwave, obviously, because that's the main feature. And the and fr- fridge freezer, because you have to have the frozen foods in there. And so this takes the whole menu out of it. Like, there's no menu. And then you have like the uh, the TV, obviously. And then <coughs> there's like, that's one loot. That's okay. You rented a uh, living room uh, one uh, for three hours. And it's like a nominal fee, like $150 or something like that. It's like, it's like a party then, place, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it is. And then you have a partition, and then you have a like living room, too. And it's like the same setup, but like maybe a little different theme. Like this one's. This oh, one's so like, you have like a bunch of living rooms. Yeah, it's, it's, room. an, it's an yeah. escape room that you want to be in. Yeah, and then like. <laughs> you don't you want to have an escape. <laughs> yeah. like, would you like man cave? Like for the big game? Like, like oh, say you have yeah. you live in a, a studio apartment and you want to have big bowl for the game? Just go to, down to the go TV right diner. Man cave. Yeah. And you can have. And, oh, then, then, and then you have a partition, and then you can have like. Oh, you want Art Deco? You know, have a little 50s theme. You have Art Deco furniture. You. Okay. This is completely different than what I was originally pitching. I know. You pitched I'm, like a party zone. I pitched like like a, like <laughs> an old an old diner. You walk in and they give you a hot pocket. You throw it in the microwave and then you sit well, there and eat it as a family. I took your terrible yeah. idea. He, and I made it into something. Yeah. Yeah. He made it something that's like Doable. reasonably like Viable. something people would go do but yeah. I, and i think i think the big thing would be occupancy like max max occupancy mm-hmm. occupancy um but uh because i mean they're obviously going to watch tv so they're going to stay a while 
So you're gonna have to have like a lot of extra. Well, extra so tables, a lot of extra TVs. I've looked at this. Steel buildings, folks, are cheap. That is true. St- like big st- warehouses. Yeah. Yeah. St- to build one to, to to suit is is not that expensive. As as far as business money goes, you know. So. So we can go eat some hot pockets that we cook ourselves in the steel building <laughs> yeah. at the time of our lives. Yeah. And then you go, hey, you want to go play pinball or game? Or you like, could even have like, you could have 90s night where all the TVs are set to 90s cartoons and you have like Nesses and stuff like that and then everybody wants the nostalgia part where they just play 90s stuff. I think to make this an actual bad idea though, because this is Terrible Tycoons, each of these rooms do not offer any anything that they don't have at their house it's just a tv <laughs> with a netflix account that they have to log into it's like a, regular, <laughs> yeah. it's like a 48 inch tv it's yeah. like nothing and it's like, only it's nothing extra special. it's not even and there's 4K. only one yeah. bathroom and our internet is throttled our, the, our internet at the place is throttled to where they can only stream at 720p max <laughs> And every, like, all, like, what, 35 TVs in the building are on one Wi-Fi network? Yeah. <laughs> and if they don't want to do internet streaming, their TV service are only local channels. If I ever, <laughs> if I ever get into some money somehow, say I win the lottery, I'm going to listen to these. I'm going to listen for the good ideas. Just listen back, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll, I'll be a very rich man. I think if we if you did the, just the, the one where they go in and they cook their own food, you give them, like, a... 900 volt micro like the one we have where it takes like <laughs> forever 30 extra seconds and it doesn't have it. a low we take out the rotating plate so it just yeah it just sits on top of the on top of the gear <laughs> the middle is always cold when you yeah. bite into well hot pocket middles are always cold to be fair hot pockets are cold or like lava right there's zero in between well it's like one bite is like Arctic forest. Yeah. And the next bite is like Remember, sun. remember like the commercial? Yeah, let's say the commercial they say this is what it feels like to chew five gum and you just take a bite of a hot pocket, like the center of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that'd be a good gamble. I'm just gonna bet this first bite of the hot pocket to be blazing hot. And it's cold and I don't know, you win something. How do you meter that? It's like if you can find the hot bite if the person goes try, Ah when he oh, eats okay. it, yeah, yeah, scream in pain. Okay, yeah. So I make a great hot pocket. Is why I bring this up. The trick is with hot pockets, Man, you take you, you. How are you still single? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I cook, ladies. Um, dude, the trick to a hot pocket is, is don't you actually it. just bring your own hot sauce and then you pour it on it with each bite, like you do a burrito. <laughs> okay. What kind of hot pocket are we talking? Any hot pocket? Yeah, pretty much. I feel, like, I feel like that okay. Way. If you if you eat broccoli cheese hot pockets, you're already asking for a bad night. I would, just, I, t- I would not recommend. I was that just way. making sure on the same page. I feel like that's the worst hot pocket, which is why that's the only one we ever have in stock. <laughs> I think I think the uh, ham and cheese would go best with the the hot sauce. Actually, I, I like the, the yeah, chicken you, okay. alfredo one. With Little it. Dylan tip that for you. That sounds good too. If you ever want a ham and cheese sandwich, we want to twist it up a little bit. Make you a ham and cheese quesadilla. Wow. Uh huh. I learned that from Here. a Hispanic friend of mine. Just for the viewers we studying, home. we all like leaned in really hard when he said "don't." Yeah. <laughs> so I learned that from a Hispanic friend of mine. We were studying together, and he brought some food. I was like, "Oh, that smells pretty good." He's like, "Yeah, it's a ham and cheese quesadilla." And I was like, "That is a great idea." So, a little Dylan tip for you. All right, what's your what's your scale? Well, before we go with that, I just want to hop off the quesadilla thing real quick. Um, uh, another way to gr- make a great sandwich, um, 
maybe I don't know if you actually have one of these, but keep the I know, cheese in the plastic. <laughs> no, <laughs> keep no, the bread you, in the container. I know a lot of households have a waffle maker. So you make the sandwich in the waffle iron, and then it's like a panini, and it gets all toasted, and then it's uh, real crispy. Mm-hmm. If you have a panini, panini. panini maker as well. You know, if you have a panini press. A panini yeah. press. So uh, anyway, back onto the rating scale. Um, I think I want this rated out of, let's say, 13. Well, I have a counter number. Okay. Your favorite TV channel as a kid. My favorite TV channel as a kid was 22 because that was Cartoon Network. Yep. Okay. Nice. Okay, so 22. I read, so, as far as bad ideas go, that's probably a solid 11. I think the one I pitched was a bad idea. Yeah. I think the one you put you turned it into was a better yeah. idea. So, as far as bad <laughs> ideas go, that's pretty good. That's a pretty, that's a pretty bad, bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for rating it on, you know, the good bad idea, you know, the Dylan idea. How uh, likely would you be to invest in this? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> His version or my version? His version, not at all. That may like you could. I you could a, probably convince. Need a, you need a couple probably, spreadsheets. I need a couple spreadsheets. I want to look at the couple numbers. Graphs. A couple, a couple rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I give it an eight eight out of thirteen. Eight out of thirteen. Yeah, Twenty two. Oh, 8 out of 22? Oh, yeah. 23 was Nickelodeon. Oh, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll give it a 19 out of 22. 26? Okay. Discovery Channel. Also a solid channel. Mm-hmm. I'd say the original probably clocks in at like a 3 out of 22 in terms of like bad ideas. So it's yeah. a really good bad idea. Okay. So, we, so the better the idea, the higher it goes. Oh, okay. No, so you, no the better idea, the lower it goes. So is it like, is golf, like you're shooting for a golf score? Well, or is it like No, okay. Wait. So... so the have scale? we been rating it differently? Like, yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> all, all been different. I rate it on if I would actually invest in this. That's how yeah. I twenty-two is. It. I will give you every single penny in my bank account. Okay, yeah. right okay. now. Okay, cool, cool. I was thinking the opposite of that. I was okay. Then give your real score real quick. Well, you you did it right a, in the middle. I picked so eleven, so it's, still so like, it's yeah. the same. Okay, okay. Well, then okay. So yeah, I'd say three, as in like I would give you three dollars okay. towards <laughs> this project. Yeah. Like, your idea is like something that would come in if someone's trying to gentrify a neighborhood. <laughs> like, like these two like like business degrees uh, people from like I don't know South Louisiana State University something like that. <laughs> D3 college they got, they got daddy's money and have a business degree and they have they come with this idea they're like well there's actually this old uh, this old uh, boot factory it's uh, buy it for $110,000 it's like a, the most hipster meta thing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're just so like clouded by by the idea itself, they don't understand that it's a bad idea. Yeah. And then nobody in the poor neighborhood, like, gets it on the high money scale, <laughs> yeah. but they still go, because it's, like, microwave food. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it, on the scale of bad ideas, definitely a two. Or, like, in the scale of ideas, yeah, this is a two. This is okay. not a good idea. I think yours is maybe, like, a six. I still don't think people would pay to go live in someone else's... Like room, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think I think I need some spreadsheets <laughs> and some. F- f- I think four plans would help. Cause I think what I have. I, is I understand plan. what you're saying. It's just it like, has to be really really. Big. Well, it's like people. Yeah. I want you to go um, home and get blueprints for that. <laughs> I want you to find a building in Wichita Falls that's for sale, for and sale? then and then find the layout of it, and then make your own blueprints and bring just, it back. What if I just built it on like? Have, you, you should build, build your own building. We'll do that. Yeah. Build it. You've seen a plot. Yeah. 
right. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pitch my idea. Okay. So we're just going around the circle. Okay. So I was watching uh, Chinatown with Jack Nicholson, which I don't know if any of y'all know what that is. I do not. Um, I didn't finish it. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, it's one of the best movies of all time. I did not find that out, but he's a private investigator, and so obviously private investigators go around and they try and find out information about other people and they they follow them around so i thought of a service so if if you hire a private investigator how do you know that they're not wasting their time and your money (laughs) so you hire another (laughs) private investigator to investigate them So does this follow like a chain of private investigators, or is this just the two? It could be, yeah, it could be a chain. It's it's actually three um, private investigators, and that's the legislative, judicial, and and executive. And then they all check each other. So while they're investigating, there's a big circle where they go and tattle because they know that they get more money if they do. But then after about like 40, late 40 cycles, then like the executive branch gets way too powerful and the shit gets weird. (laughs) So how how does this this plan work out? Okay, so let's say you hire Jack Nicholson to go and... I would hire that man immediately. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Not even even like the old one who's at the Laker games who doesn't know who's winning. Like, (laughs) the one from like the 70s. Like, Like, here's Johnny. Yeah. I'm gonna freaking find you, Jack Nicholson. So you hire him, and he's trying to find out if your wife is cheating on you. So then you, you don't get any results for like a week and a half or so, and you're like, what? What the hell is he doing? This is not working out. <laughs> so you go and instead of like cost is what is it cost effective analysis or whatever, yeah. where you just like this is a lost cause, I'll just mm-hmm. cut him off. <laughs> instead of doing that, you go and you hire another private investigator to follow him around to see if he's doing the job that you hired him <laughs> to do. <laughs> so but do these okay. So do the private investigators know? So they don't know that one of them's following the other, right? No, the, the one okay. is like, yeah. I think. I think. I think to make this a business idea, there needs to be a private investigator conglomerate that has signed papers to say that they will investigate each other, right? Because you're saying I'm just going to hire one and then go hire another one, but your business pitch to someone else is that you give them more than one. That will all investigate each other to make sure that they stay on track. I feel like that could go like that could get like racketeery pretty easily though. Yeah, it's you like, could... Oh yeah, he investigated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be it... a lot of politics and everything involved. Yeah. But it's got to be anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> so is your business idea the fact that they hire you to get? the um, private investigator so you're like a middleman to hire them so then you stay on top of them no i would be the okay so like you're the key, i would like to be a private investigator i think that'd be pretty cool okay so i would be the person they hire to follow the private investigator okay so so you're i so all you do is private investigate other private yeah. investigators <laughs> okay. you know, maybe you just need to go door to door with some door hanger just say 
Is your private investigator doing his job? <laughs> <laughs> have you, Do you or, feel like he's hang it, hang it up and say, time. "Have you found your wife?" <laughs> and, and then leave it at that, and let them decide what that's supposed to mean. That could sound kind of mail order bridey. A little bit, a little <laughs> okay. bit. Okay, well then, so you, so then you need to make a business that has every single idea for what. Have you lost or have, have you, you found have your you wife? found your long lost son yet? <laughs> yeah. You just hang on like very vague statements and then cover every single call that they could possibly give you. you <laughs> have one it's like, have you found your wife? And then the next house over is like, do you think your neighbor's ordering a child wife? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could like billboard this and like the tagline could be like, like do you think your private investigator's like doing everything he possibly can? It could be a little stuff. it could be me with a big uh what are those things those called magnifying, magnifying glass, glass. <laughs> and then the other private investigator is real little and he's got a little tiny <laughs> magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the solid logo yeah yeah so this is this is pretty flushed out no not at all <laughs> but, so it was signs. based so like Obviously, it's like spy versus spy. Where you, yeah, I was that was that, that was the yeah. original thing. Was like, what if you had two? You hired two private investigators to like find each other. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen like a movie or an anime where they hire like two assassins to kill each other, and then they just let them go at it. Yeah, that's uh, that was like kind of the first like inkling of what I had in my head, and I was like, well, I mean, it could be like a not viable, really shitty business idea, and so. That's, I wrote it, it down in my little... And your notebook? Note, notebook, yeah. I hope you had notes, because as we previously discussed, I have ones in there that I didn't put notes for, and I don't know what they mean anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe in next season, you'll have an episode that's about Nuts Hammer, and I still don't <laughs> want to know what that means. <laughs> it's our job to figure out what yeah. that means. What do you want your rating out of? Are you, are you done pitching? Do you want to... everything no, to say? I'm, I'm good. Um... You want to try to tie in Nuthammer in any way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think No, we're saving a, that for next season. Yeah. We can't do that now. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good number that is, like, related to P-I. What, what, let's take the P, turn it upside down. Yeah. That's a six, and yeah. I is obviously one, one, so out of 61. 61. Okay. As, as far as me saying, I will... 61 is... I, all all, all the checkbook. money in your bank. Yeah. Here's my checkbook. Zero being, this is a terrible idea. You should go back to school. Yes. Uh, it's like an elevator pitch and you just walk out a without 34. looking out. A 34? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because, like, I think there's sometimes where, like, we probably get, they get paid by the hour? Or, like, how does that, what is their pay structure? Like See, a lawyer? That's a good question. Is, yeah, I'll look it up. up. I'll look it up is while we're Is this like a lawyer where you just kind of, how do lawyers get paid? By the hour. They get paid yeah. by the hour. But like, who, who, they like, just like log. It. They say, "Oh, I spent six hours working on this oh, throughout the week." Or so. Yeah, it is that's why you need an investigator. Well, yeah. the thing is, if you if you try to argue a lawyer's pay, you're just gonna need another lawyer, and he's gonna it's, argue his pay. So <laughs> it says most common. This is on Angie's list. <laughs> so if you need a private investigator, you can go to Angie's list, and it says most commonly. Private investigators charge an hourly rate, depending on your location, complexity of the work, and expertise of the <coughs> private investigator, which you'll have a very small niche, so you can charge a lot. Um, fees can range from $40 to $100 per hour, with an average of around 50 Wow. That's not bad. 
All that for just snooping. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of 61, I think I would give this a 22. Okay. That's my favorite uh, channel growing up. Two <laughs> <laughs> Network. <laughs> that's about a third. That's what I was thinking. So, I, I would say like right now, sitting down, I, I'm at around like a 10. <laughs> but if I'm kind of stupid. Okay, but if I was, if I had hired a private investigator, even without like being suspicious of him, just hearing that pitch, I would start being suspicious, and that would bump me yeah. up to like a solid like forty two. Yeah. You know, he said he drove to Houston, but what's in Houston? But also on his Instagram, he was golfing in Tulsa. So. Yeah, I think if question. you really lean into like sowing the paranoia, I, I think that really drives the score yeah. up. That's yeah. all the media does. So that's all you have to do. Easy. Yeah. No, I was thinking about giving it a nineteen. A nineteen. Just because, like, you could you could endlessly have this chain of private investigators just investigating each other to see if one of them skimping on hours or skimping on. Well, you know, that's up to how much money you want to If you pay. get up to that, four, that is true. You could just have like okay. You just have a circular like. Yeah, and then they never find each other, so therefore infinite money. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> for yeah. them. Yeah. There maybe. So. You no, know, it would technically be for them. Like they just keep getting paid forever. If, oh, it, if it is truly, in, if it is truly infinite, couldn't think of that. I wouldn't <laughs> know that. So, um, before we go on to the next pitch, which in the order would be Austin. Um, oh, let him go loud. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we'll give him a rapid-fire okay. round. Yeah. We'll okay. give him a rapid-fire round. Yeah. So just kind of hopping off of that real quick, because that's almost identical to a conversation I had today at my work, is we were talking about what you do, like, if you won the lottery or whatever. And, of course, I was like, immediately take it anonymously with, like, a... I'd take, like, a small fraction of it to put in my bank, mm-hmm. and then I'd fraction up to, like, 20s or something, and then give it to all different, like, accountants to invest my money, super, like, diversify my portfolio. Mm-hmm. But then the trick is... Is I hire another accountant to go around and audit every other accountant <laughs> to make sure that they're not stealing my money. <laughs> you mind if I go next? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. How many of you have stubbed your toe on furniture? Oh yeah, I think all of us. Yeah. How many of these instances were at night? The um, most of them. Most of you. them. What half? I yeah. have. Okay, so my family is really weird. We have long middle toes, so yeah, my middle that. my middle toes are longer than my that middle toes. toe. Yeah, and you have your too. big toe, your yeah, other so toe. It's, yeah. it's basically I'm the like, same as this. So, like so the second, so the second yeah. toe is longer. Yeah. So so I have an issue when I'm running upstairs. Oh, my middle toe oh. will catch. My big <laughs> toe will not. That shows Celtic heritage, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. This okay, guy knows sorry. feet. I'm in. I'm in. On a list of things Dylan shouldn't have said. <laughs> yeah. That's on there. Uh, okay, so people stubbed their stubbed your toes at night. Okay. What if there was a spray you could spray around your house on specifically furniture that was glow in the dark? Glow in the dark now, spray. Yeah, but you okay. okay. So a lot of glow in the dark items are they have that color, right? Yeah. That color that really isn't green, not really white, not really Pale yellow. Green. It's just like mm-hmm. a it's. I call it glow in the dark. Reminds me of Mountain it, Dew. Because it's like, well, no, no. When it's when it's not, it's not glowing. Even Mountain Dew. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. so, like you don't want your furniture like that. Well, matchy thing. Like, like straw like, color. Yeah, yeah, but it's like not even that because it still has like hints of other stuff too. 
But my idea is an invisible spray that you spray on your furniture that only glows at night. So therefore, when you're at night, you can still see your furniture and your toes can avoid it. What? Okay. But so that's only let me for, double that's check. That's only for a limited amount of time. Let me, let me double check. Because you have check. to charge the glow in the dark. So here's the deal. So some glow in the darks charge with sol- sunlight and some glow in the darks charge with like house light. Yeah. Yes. And if you have fluorescence, like even like a lot, most people have fluorescence down in their house. Like maybe not the bulb, like the long tubes, but they had like right. screw-ins, right? Mm. So they charge that way too. But my thing was be like pledge. You ever pledge you pledge your house before? Like, yeah, pledge. Like where you just you grab a bottle pledge and like everything would you just pledge it. Yeah. It's like it's like when your mom so was like, clean this house today. Yeah. It's like one of those things. Well, it's like that. It's like well, I gotta glow, glow the house up. So you go. Mm. Well, like the high traffic areas, you glow it up. That's that's my idea. Okay. Is so, that your tagline? Like glow up your house. Glow it up. Glow it up. Nice. Mm. So I have two statements. The first one is, you originally said it only glows at night. Does that mean that it's time sensitive, or it only glows when the lights are or off? Because that's already how glow in the dark I'm, stuff I'm works. Bad. I'm in the dark. But like, well, that's like, already how it works. I don't yeah. th- glow in the dark just glows. I when just mean like I think most of the time when people <coughs> stub your toe, it's at night. I or when my, the lights I are stub off. my toes at all hours. Well, of you the have day. long toes apparently, so. Incredibly long toe. Well, it'll be my pinky toe. Yeah. I think I stub my pinky toe most. Often. I do too. There's so, another really? Patreon idea. Oh, it's pink. Pink. Yeah. Yeah. Pink, pink. yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's gonna be the twenty dollars. That's a good year. idea. Yeah. So, but my other point was they already make glow in the dark spray paint that's translucent. Like you can go. It's like rust only. But is it furniture safe? It's spray paint. No, it's so. furniture. It has to be furniture. No, because furniture. If you have, like, lacquered furniture, like most old people do, it'll eat away the lacquer, and then it won't be shiny. Oh, okay. So it has to be furniture safe. That's why, like, if you look on cleaning products, a lot of them will say either furniture safe or not furniture safe, because they actually eat away at the coating on it. So I, I should have answered that, that it's also furniture safe. So it's like a cleaning product for your house, for okay. your furniture, but it's also That leaves a glow-in-the-dark glow residue. Film, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and you wouldn't have to spray the whole thing, you just spray the bottom of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like we have this, we're currently recording in a different environment. We're recording in uh, Jacob and Matt's. Uh, well, you don't know Matt, but Jacob's uh, townhouse, and they have this big pillar. I don't know about you, but that pillar looks mighty stubbable. Mighty <laughs> I, I stubbable. can see myself yeah. stubbing that. I feel so like if just, I stubbed it enough, I would bring down the entire roof. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't look very sturdy. Spray the bottom of this pillar, and then it's like toe avoidance system. I mean, that's what toe glow. Toe glow. Toe glow. Toe glow. I don't know. I kind of like the. Glow up your house. Well, that, that's that's the that's tagline. tagline. Okay. Toe glow. Toe glow your house up. Toe glow. <laughs> glow your house glow up. Glow your house up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was glow it up. Glow it up is a tagline. I kind of like glow your house up. <laughs> so, so yeah, you're like, hey, Billy Mays here. Glow up your house with toe glow. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is more of a Phil Swift kind of project. Phil Swift. Well, Phil well, Swift. Outside Billy Mays has passed, passed away. away but, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Billy Mays. It's either, it's either like Phil Swift or that, that dude who took over OxyClean yeah. you know, after Billy Mays. Um, um, wait, star. can we break the uh, the ShamWow guy out of jail? Or is he dead, Is dude? he in jail? I think he's in jail. Yeah, I think what? it was really? uh, drug possession, I, I think. Really? I, I might be right totally on. misremembering I think it was that. something kind of... Uh, no, it's it's bad, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I yeah, think like, it's like pedophilia yeah, or something. Like oh, that. Let's or, leave him in jail. public... Something a little sus. Very sus. Honestly, it could be all three. Shamwell can't clean up that kind of mess. <laughs> Don't even try. Maybe, maybe he blew up the house. Yeah, like blew up. 
Okay, so how long is the, the time frame for the the tow glow? I would say So say you leave that you leave the lights on, you know, all night and it's you go to bed eleven eleven thirty. Yeah. Right? How long what what was the window look like? Oh, oh, so like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I, all the lights are off. I'm in my boxers. Well, I want to go to the bathroom. What does that time frame look like? How long does it glow in between charges? Yeah, that's huge. Say, uh, I don't know. So for the scientists, we'll I'm let just, the scientists I'm figure just that the out. Idea like an R and D kind of thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. So just to hop back onto it, uh, we definitely shouldn't use the ShamWow guy. Although, although did stub something that was actually his fist into a Florida prostitute's face. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was solid delivery. On that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Don't you just hate it when it stuck? <laughs> but if you're in Florida with a prostitute, like there was probably drug charges involved. She bit, yeah, it said she bit his tongue, so he punched her repeatedly. Would you rather have someone bite your tongue or stub your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> Something's getting stubbed. I don't know. Why. I don't know how hard is how hard is my tongue getting bit. It's got to be enough to punch a hooker in the face. <laughs> <laughs> this could be his redemption commercial. <laughs> I don't. I think for PR she reasons, clean up my drug charges. For, for PR reasons, we should definitely not go down that route. <laughs> but if you want a terrible idea, <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, terrible tycoons says we should hire Sham Wow guy as our spokesman. Yeah. If we are good business ideas, we'd say Phil Swift, because that is a upholding man. And I don't want to like say that they're related at all because Phil Swift is just the embodiment of, of like, a, what a great guy should be. If you have the TikTok app, do yourself a favor and follow Phil Swift's TikTok account. He has a TikTok account. Oh yeah, yeah. it is wow. pretty good. That's it's incredible. cringy, and he is a crazy man. But like, wow. it's good cringy. Yeah. He's, he's got he's got demons. He, you know his catchphrase is what? Stay Swifty. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> he stole that one from. A TV show that should not be named. <laughs> Sounds that's like a terrible idea. That that whole show rhymes with uh, brick and boardy. Brick and yeah, boardy. Brick and boardy. Brick and oh, never mind. Brick and mortar. Yeah. Brick and oh, brick and Morty. That actually already works yeah. because of. <coughs> Maybe that's a that's next week. Bad there we go. That's <laughs> next week. A show. It's a show. Bush World Adventures. This is this is this is Bob the Builder in a in a like alternate universe called Brick and Morty. (laughs) Okay. So I guess we're doing our rating system. What do you want that out of? Uh, Unless you have anything more to add. What do you think? Blow your house up. Okay. With Toklo. Blow your house up. Yeah. Don't blow your toe up. Don't blow your toe, glow your house. If we're not getting anywhere, just yeah. give us uh, So is the rating is... <laughs> we're, we're going nowhere fast. Glow or don't glow? Is that like... What? It's like, it's like a one or two rating? No, that's not what I said. Oh, okay, I tried okay. that last week, and or not last week, last time we recorded, and they were like, you're making it really hard. I was like, fine, <laughs> I won't do that. Uh, let's do it... Uh, what a pack of glow sticks costs. 99 cents. 99. Okay, so out of 99. Okay, yeah. um... I'd give it, <coughs> I think this is useful, but whether or not it is usable would all depend on how how long in between coat or how, how long you have in between, in between you have to do quotes yeah. or, or coats as well as how long does a charge last. 
if it if it'll last all night and then you just have to turn on the lights, you only have to apply it like once a month. Out of ninety nine, I'd give it like a seventy. Now, given that in mind, if we do Sham Wow Guy as a pitch, automatic twelve. <laughs> and and uh, if it if you have to reapply it a lot and it doesn't really work very well, then it's I mean it's kind of useless. I think I think its usability all depends on our spokesman and how long it lasts. Oh, okay. Um, I think this is like a 30. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have bad depth perception. I just, I stub my toes a lot on stuff during the day. Um, this also doesn't protect you from the dreaded Lego step. Um, you, you can't just, you know, unless, I guess you could take out. You could spray all of your Legos. Spray every single Lego, <laughs> and then you will never step in a Lego. You could in the technically dark. spray this on anything you want to be glow in the dark for a yeah. temporary amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Even given that, I just I feel like spraying your furniture with some type of harsh substance. That's the point. It's not harsh. Never furniture safe. That's not going to be possible, Dylan. Let's be let's be realistic in this totally Wait, unrealistic. Does, what, what, if, what if it's does, like does made it change, of similar ingredients to Febreze? Like that's fabric safe. Does it change your mind when you think that you could spray it around your toilet? So then during night, like you have a light. This has prank ability. I just thought of this. Don't forget forget toe glow. This would be a prank. You could spray it on someone's clothes and then it won't show up until the night time. Yeah, or like <laughs> or like spray it on the wall and get out. And like Ooh, they don't see okay. it until it's nighttime. But yeah. but if that lasts for like a month, just know that every time you wake up and you go back into your living room, you don't get scared. Yeah. You just write boo or something on the boo. wall. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you can't scare me like that, Evan. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so originally I wanted to give this one like an eighty out of ninety nine, like a ninety out of ninety nine, something like that. Thing is, I, I sleep in complete and total darkness like i i almost I can't too. i can't sleep otherwise like almost yeah. so any sort of light source that keeps me from sleeping is going to be a, that's, a, that's a negative experience right there and i don't i don't get up to pee in the middle of the in the middle of the night that's that's another thing what does that mean? i'm not I, it's not just to pee i know yeah. but I, i'm not getting out like <clears throat> i'm not gonna go run around the living room give it a couple laps you know at <laughs> 3 a.m yeah that it it's just not for me, so I'll give it like a, a twelve out of ninety nine. Awesome. Well, well, those issues caused like an almost seventy five point decrease. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to sleep. That's fair. But these are and very, it, it, these it's are not very individual you know, listen, 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 issues. They're though. very individual issues. It is not useful to me, <clears throat> and it disrupts my sleep. What? It, That's like the guy that was like, hey. Henry Ford came up to this rich guy and he's like, "Hey, you want? I got I got this cool thing with cars. That's what I call him, I think. Uh, you want to? You know, I, go, I got a horse. I'm good. Are you are you comparing? Are you comparing your are you comparing your innovation if it's, if it's to Henry Ford's? Can we? are you are you comparing your innovation to Henry Ford? And his innovation. Well, if Henry Ford. What can be said? What can be said about glow-in-the-dark furniture-safe spray that hasn't already been said about Ford? Okay. And Ford truck month. Here we go. (laughs) Henry Ford. JD Power and Associates (laughs) Awards. (laughs) Henry Ford made man not have to walk everywhere. They weren't walking everywhere to begin with. 
They, I have a they horse. They have horses. <laughs> but for the most part, did you know the pioneers walked? Did you know that? I didn't know that until this past year. Yeah, they would the walk the whole way. The pioneers walked the whole way. I never knew. I thought they rode on the cart. Okay, yeah, no horses, no carts. No, they Well, some walked. of the kids well, would the ride horses, 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 okay. the horses. The horses pulled the carts and the but kids. If you were like an able bodied person, you just walked all the way to Oregon. And they would just store wow. their stuff in the horse yeah. and drive. Yeah. Now imagine how many people stubbed their toes. <laughs> probably now, they're probably not very many. Now, what you could do is have somebody in front just spray the glow, and then they would be safe. So let's so, so, so let's they were so we're going we're going back yes. to like eighteen oh five yes and we're on the Oregon Trail this is what's called grasping for straws we never would have died of dysentery <laughs> if it wasn't if for we would have just had toe glow snow toe glow the snakes and then no one that takes an expert eye to go track down all these snakes and well, spray you, them without okay, dying so you have a line of men. Like imagine Daniel Boone running around the pra- prairie, like trying to go track down all these no, snakes no, 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 when they bite somebody. No, no. You'd have a line of men about, just say, ten wide, all with the can, of sp- all with the can. Dylan, this is going off the rails that <laughs> haven't been even built yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going. And then imagine the how many cans the they go through if you're going to spray it that often. And now, yeah. the, then now the trail is now safe for the people to walk. So the, and, and this, layer, the snakes are, are naturally camouflaged anyway, so it's only useful at night. And yes. it's yeah. So that's, that's only fifty percent because it's not because it's invisible. Like regular glow spray <laughs> yeah. would be better for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not only are if they marked, would, they're uncamouflaged, with, with, and you can still see with them. With all of this technology, why are we even taking back glow spray when we could have just brought like solar powered LEDs or something? <laughs> yeah. This is true. Or you know those wind-up flashlights. Okay. Well, awesome. you know, with all that being said, I'm still giving it like a 75 because I think it. I think it's a cool home appliance, and I think it's got. <coughs> if it, it like going like it's sharp got on you, potential. That's like for sure. if you can show me some results on your you long-lasting, easy-charging glow, like I think this has long-reaching art potential. Like imagine if you could have like. You know, like street graffiti that you could make oh, glow, oh, like that's pretty, pretty much on command. And they don't have to clean it off because it just goes away. Yeah, because it's gone in the morning. I, I think that's pretty dope. It's uh, it's, it's gone within like a week too. I need to see your research. Off. Temporary. But, so the idea started as furniture. The ending idea is just temporary glow in the dark spray. Occasional temporary glow in the dark <laughs> <Yeah>. spray. <laughs> There's a little meter on the spray paint to where you can say how long you want it to last. Okay. There's like it, it's default in an hour, and you could turn it all the way up to like. 14 years or so. Okay, so speaking of temporary. Is this your idea? I've got my pitch. Okay. Uh, Let me preface this by, I tried Wingstop for the first time tonight. Pretty good. Actually, on the way there, I got a call from my mom. She said, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to Wingstop. going to record a podcast with the boys later. Uh, She asked me what it was about. I said, oh, it's terrible, terrible tycoons. You know, we just pitch really bad ideas. It's like Shark Tank, but bad. Um, She said, oh, I got one for you. I wasn't expecting her to pull one, you know. Immediately, immediately. <laughs> off the top, immediately. It was like that. I didn't expect her to pull one off the top of her head like this, but she did surprise me, and I asked her if I could steal it. She said yes. Sounds like she's um, been thinking about it. She must have been shout thinking out, about shout it. Shout out Mrs. Thanks, thanks Mom slash hey. Tessa. Wait, Miss, no. Mrs. Last Name Redacted. Yeah, that last name <laughs> is redacted. <laughs> no. I'm going to edit it out. Okay, we can edit that out. Just bleep it. Yeah. Wait, do you know his last name? No, we don't. No, we don't. We, we never said either of theirs. Oh. Oh, I think I said mine, too. 
That's okay. We made Dylan have said ours. Okay. Well, well not a guess, so I, I don't I have a last name. Clout. This yeah. is getting edited out. Well, at the end, you can say your Instagram and Twitter and anything that you want. I don't want, want that much clout. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I We have like 20 downloads yeah. already, which oh, really? I'm not going to lie, made me feel pretty cool. Yeah, we have 20 sweet. downloads? Yeah, there was like eight on the first episode, 12 on the second, and then Dang. the third one just, just got put out. So. Yeah. Well, I do have 19 iPods. <laughs> yeah. I think it has something to do with that. <laughs> no. no, it's all on one iCloud, so yeah. you're good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good deal. That's one download. That's just a coincidence. Just the, just the one. But no, 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 no. Like I said before, you know, I had to redact the last name. Um, she's going to wake up. Mom called. She had an idea, and she said, temporary butt implants. Are, okay, are, so, okay, so, no, here was... He was, they were temporary anyways. They are, but I, th- I think this is like, like a temporary, temporary. No, this is even more temporary, but with bonuses. So think about it. Large butts, like Nicki Minaj, you know, all that. Are in style. They're in style now, but will yes. they be forever? Highly doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Highly doubt it, exactly. That's what she was saying. Okay, so where we took this was, you know, give it a, a you know, window like five, six years, maybe 10 to 12, something like that. Um give it a window, and it starts slowly dissolving. So it's not, like, overnight. So they last you a good while. And then you don't have, like, stretchy skin afterwards. Exactly. But at the same time, they're, they're made out of some <laughs> sort of some sort of gub, gummy substance like that, you know. And um, you can eat it. No, no, no. Oh. no. <laughs> Even better. Even better. They, they dissolve and release vitamins into your body. Mm. So it's healthy. It's healthy for you. Wow. So, like, kind of like time-release caps... Capsules, where where is, like, the bad idea about this? <laughs> it's impractical. All, okay, all I see fair. are bigger butts around me, and that's just... <laughs> Butt implants was a bad idea to begin with. Okay, that is true. I feel like this kind of accessibility adds, like, a butt power creep. Like, in, like, video game <laughs> yeah. speak. Like, yeah. I feel like butts are going to get more and more powerful until, like, we can't sit down. I don't know. <laughs> like, at some point, you're going to get so much gummy in your tushy yeah. that you're not even going to be able to like use the restroom because there's too much distance. Yeah. It's like just all, like, it's like just all like these women trapped. Are, all these women are doing it for 50, yeah. 60 years, you know, like, getting, the, getting the butt implants so they can get the vitamins later. Yeah. They're just increasing their power level. Well, okay, in that linearly. case... You know that, how vitamins work? <laughs> in that case, is this, the actual sure market, the actual market for this is elderly people who... Don't want to wake up because they keep forgetting to take their vitamins, oh. so they just get daily vitamins straight from their butt implants. <laughs> it's like a prescription meds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, literally honestly, any medicine, okay. we just put it in their butt. I would, so, <laughs> I would like one, no, two butt implants. Maybe two or one butt implants. You get two. Well, would you want one cheek bigger than the other? I think you buy a pair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you pay for the one. So pair. I want two implants, extra serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> So what, I, what I'm this predicting, sourced. you're going to see a lot of, like, children of Alzheimer patients, like, buying their parents' oh, butt implants so they don't forget to take their medicine. <laughs> well, and, the, and that, for people who are saying this is impractical, anytime you go get a steroid shot at the doctor, they already put the shot in your butt because yeah. there's a large muscle, so it is already primed to be able to take large amounts of medicine. Uh-huh. I've never gotten a shot in my butt. You haven't? Nope. You've never gotten a shot? I've gotten shots. I've had steroids. I've had... I've had... I bet you did when you were a kid. Yeah. I've had had pneumonia like twice. 
Yeah, same. And I and I and the, every time they gave me a shot in my butt. Really? Yeah. I've gotten pneumonia three times. And every time they gave me a shot, I got it in my arm. I've gotten uh, pneumonia twenty five times. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to get those lungs All right. rotated. <laughs> Whose lung wants to kill them first? <laughs> but that was it. I was just trying to go into a. No, I think it's it's <laughs> it's impractical because obviously the butt implants thing isn't going to be in style forever. So you like we're looking at a really small now, window for this to for this to even work, maybe even be in style. Now, question: mm-hmm. What if there was some kind of substance that you could put in the implant, not vitamins, but some kind of some kind of heating chemical? Okay, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. No, 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 exactly. no, 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 no. Like, like we're gonna have like like Samsung battery. No, no, no. They're not allowed in an like... airplane if your if your waist <laughs> size is over thirty two yeah. inches. No, not, not to the point where it's like. Powered, <coughs> it's like where you're thinking heated seats. You're thinking, you oh, you're, you're thinking, thinking like, of a whole different like form of assless gems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, uh, uh, what are the, the hand warmers called? Hand grabbers, but those are yeah. like powder. Yeah, but, so have butt grabbers. Yeah, you gotta you gotta shake grabbers. your ass real hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah, those things, like like it stores the heat from your butt. Oh, okay, like, so, so, what, what about, so what, what happens if your car has bad suspension? Do you just like burn a hole through it? Like, <laughs> no, because it doesn't get that hot. It's like it. I don't. I don't know. I'm not putting any heating substance into my butt. Well, hopefully yeah. you're not. I'm not putting what, anything what in my butt. Was, I was gonna say, oh, what if it was? Nothing's getting into the butt. What if it was a cooling substance? You know, all these Ooh. girls are at the clubs, like, dancing to 90. That's even songs. worse. No. Yeah. no. No, 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 They're all, you know, they're dancing all these songs. That would cure swamp butt for all of mankind. You'd get internal frostbite. That's if it got to a certain... Yeah. I, I certain think, I think, I think we have to, we have to say worst case scenario here. So we need to make sure to put drugs in their butts that won't overdose them, as well as let's not it's time do this release. kind of stuff. In, like, like maybe not in practice though. Maybe We're trying to do like worst case scenario. If you like, okay. pop like a fake butt blister, like what if that accidentally releases like three months at once? You Dude, know, Doctor oh. Pimple Popper's YouTube channel oh will God. blow up because of all of like the all things that she'll have to do. Wait, hold yeah. on. So. Vitamins, if you take too much of them, they constipate you. Mm-hmm. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Because mm-hmm. basically, like, because, like, it's, it's like fiber, I guess. So, that, no, this way we can also, we can also so, drive so up the sales of So, your liver takes the vitamins out from everything you eat and drink, mm-hmm. right? So, when it's flooded with that, it's like, or not your liver, but you're like your, your, your endocrine system. Mm-hmm. So, basically, if it's overloaded, it's like, oh, well, gotta, gotta crap it out. So it's basically what it does, and so if you take too much, or it like gums up the system because it gives it too much to do, because it can't process all the vitamins. Like, like, I gotta get the vitamins out, mm-hmm. so it doesn't. It like holds them in. I that doesn't mean to say crap it out. It does the opposite of that, but so basically, if one was to pop, you'd have some serious constipation on your hands. You could drive up laxative sales. Hmm. Now that's a now, good idea. Now we can we just put that. laxatives in there to offset it. And Big Pharma is already going to be all over this. Like, yeah. this is going to be right up their alley. Yeah. yeah. Well, call it a stool softener. Wait, hold on. Ah. <laughs> hey. What if you had the EpiPen juice? EpiPen chemicals? And, like, you, like, had an interaction. I just uh, like oh, EpiPen juice. Just <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, oh, crap. I have got stung by a bee. Give me your knife. Stab your butt. Instantly oh. healed. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. 
Yeah. So you, you preload it with epinephrine. It's an it's a safety device. Now, okay. If you sit on something sharp, you probably have an adrenaline rush with the after that. Yeah, for so and my issue, you you have the same user experience as a regular EpiPen. You still stab <laughs> your butt. <laughs> but no, but no, it's it's on you at all times. Yeah, An EpiPen generally you stab your thigh too. Okay, yeah. okay. So, well, so I mean, it's, pretty, it's pretty close. Something getting stabbed on your I body. I think yeah. I think as long as we're talking about butt implants, though, it's pretty impossible. So so of course technology is why we're going with this. Mm. What if instead of it delivering you medicine, it's actually like there's a little motor in there with a inflatable bubble and then you have a phone app where you can adjust your butt size on the go. Hmm. That's, that's so like, good. oh, your jeans won't fit in? You lower it, you put it on, and then you make you it bigger. It. It's like a poke yeah. from, uh, from uh, Average Sponge Joe's. Bob. No, from Spongebob. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, yeah, anchor arms. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Austin. Uh, oh, oh. We gotta do the rating. Yeah. yeah. Um... Say, uh, do it one out of uh, 51. One out of 51. One out of 51. I give it a 27. Okay. I think, I think although this has some potential uses, such as for the elderly or um, <laughs> others, I'm. <laughs> Grandma got back. <laughs> it's got. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Grandma, you buy a new butt? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think worst case scenario. This is killing a lot of people. So, like, imagine, imagine, imagine you going on the thing. It's like, have your loved one been diagnosed with? And then it's like because of the butt implants that they're yeah, having issues. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna give it like a ten because there is like some very, I mean, I think worst case scenario, this is probably the most dangerous product outside of the ceiling fan with like just like like red hot that was the worst idea that was this, is second, idea. this is the second most dangerous thing we've ever picked no, no, it was okay that. no the, the crap dumpster is, is okay. yeah, yeah, that's, bad too. that's a human hazard okay um i'm gonna give it a five. Oh, wow uh, so i i did a pretty good bad I, idea. listen listen sure listen did. gentlemen job, i am all for larger butts I have no problem with that. I think this is a public health concern. Um, I think in the black market, if you had like a little... It has a market in the black market? Maybe. But if you have, if you own some type of, of like storage unit or something, or something with a basement, you have to have a basement. <laughs> yeah. It has to be People hidden. could come and they could get their temporary butt injections for like... But I'm thinking, I thought when you said temporary, I was like, okay, maybe like two or three nights, like, and then it goes away. It could go like so that, if too. You're, if you're a lady and a big rapper's coming into town and you want to get into their next video, you, you got to go downstairs and get the temporary butt injection, and then... You should move on. Yeah, you're good to go. But gotcha. other than that, I don't think... I think they already last for like ten years. You got to get them taken out But then you can get, get a bunch of models, like potentially just doing adjustable butt sizes, think which a, which I think I think causes body problems, or that would cause body issues. Definitely. We're gonna call it Austin. What, what score are we giving? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. I'm gonna go serious. pretty low. I think it's a pretty serious public health hazard, and uh, I'm more of a personality guy. Personally. Keaton. <laughs> Keaton gave the biggest smile when he said three. He's like, nice. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs>
All right, what you got, Austin? All right, I got a couple I'm going to fire at y'all. Okay, so rapid fire round. So first up, okay. we all know we know tabletop role-play games. Yes. It's like Dungeons & Dragons, Cyberpunk started like that, Call of Cthulhu. So I'm pitching a very adventurous fantasy role-play uh, game system set in um, the American office work environment. <laughs> so okay. I'm, I'm talking right now with CBS to get like the office like IP rights, but yeah. it's not going well. Um, but I think uh, you have yeah. to talk to like Ricky Gervais about that one. Yeah, yeah probably. But I kind of oh yeah, because I guess because UK as well. Yeah, well he made it weird. first. Yeah, right. Then they adapted it with Mike Schur. But uh, I came up with a couple better. of like a couple of classes and skills. Uh, so I was thinking some of the classes. So the CEO is the game master. He's like the dungeon master, so okay. to speak. And then you could have like manager, HR, data analyst, you know, accountant, uh, sales receptionist, and all those are going to kind of correlate to different skills, you know, like the, the warehouse guys are going to be like the barbarian kind of setup. <laughs> okay. uh, the accountant's going to be like the smart wizard guy. Uh, sales is like the bard because, you know, face-to-face kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, ran out, I ran a couple of like <laughs> correlations for like the skills. So your strength would be your salary. <laughs> uh, your dexterity is your typing speed. Uh, intelligence is the number of degrees you have. And your wisdom is your years in the field. So that's experience. Uh, constitution is your overtime hours per week. And your charisma is your email proficiency. So that's, kinda, that's, that's my first one. Uh, I'm going to go rating system. So tabletop well, well we have to discuss it a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A little bit. yeah. So um, I think this is great. And as we said previously in other podcasts, the point of video games, like, I don't know why, but a big trend for video games is mundane, or games in general, are like mundane tasks that you wouldn't do in real life, but you will do in the game. Oh, like, like a farming, yeah, yeah okay, farming okay. simulator yeah. or Animal Crossing, where I'll just walk around and fish for hours, but I don't want to <laughs> yeah. do that in real life. Yeah, or just be a goose. Yeah. So, Dude, okay, Untitled Goose Game was really fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what's the main villain? Or uh, so like D and D has like different kinds of monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, so, so there's like, like, well, like yeah, there's you got protagonists, like Karen, antagonists. Karen's obviously. Yeah, Karen's are gonna be a big like they're gonna be like a mob enemy. Well, what kind of office is it? What is the what well, is see, the? And that's kind of what's interesting is that it's very it's a very open module. So, so the CEO can, gets a retail to store exactly. The CEO the CEO founds the business. He sets the lore. Boom. So it could be like a retail store. Yeah. Or like it could be a mom and pop sandwich Mo- shop. Yeah. Mom and pop uh, sandwich yeah. Shop. Or it could be sales. Or like if you yeah. want to be unoriginal, it could be like Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can kind of go like any any directions with it. Did you know yeah. the office is a personality? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tender. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. t- how tall are you, Keaton? <laughs> Redact. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna do my rating scale and the traditional tabletop role play. The like the, the important D20. dice is the D20. Can so I roll a D20 for my rating? Absolutely. Okay. I have a little uh, I have Mighty Dice app, which lets you like choose all the different sizes plus numbers. Does so it have a little sound effect? I feel, I feel Maybe. like this sounds like off. Though. This is a good idea. I'm gonna give it a 19. Because I feel like there's already some D&D campaign out there that is doing <laughs> They're just doing, they retrofitted this into yeah, the game. Yeah, because that happens all the time. So, my D20 dice roll gave me a 13. Um, dude, we both got 13? Dude, we both got 13. Wow. That, how? I just ran a random number generator, 1 out of 20. That's, that's... We both got 13, so I think we're in this one together. What, nice. Dude, okay, but here's something interesting about how that happened. 
Um, since no numbers are random, if the program I used in the in Google uses the same like algorithm to make their random number and we hit it at the same time, I think it's like guaranteed that we would have got the same answer. <laughs> That's a good point. But um, anyway, I I think this is a great idea. I think the only thing that could potentially hold it back is I mean it's not fan. The fun thing about tabletop games are the people that you play it as long as they're like you're all on the same role, like, what kind of mode are we going to play? Is this, like, funny? Right. Are we just going to go, like, s- like really hard into this and you be, like, really have, serious? Like, the power gaming accountant, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think like, the only thing that will hold it back is what, C- what, what the situation the CEO makes and what the tasks are. Like, if you have a quest, like, you work in an office mm-hmm. and your quest is to get uh, three new business partners and then, and then you have to, like, act... As the people who like you're trying to get their business, yeah. and then they just play devil's advocate, yeah, right. and they're like, uh, "Tell me you can give them twenty percent off." Roll charisma. Yeah. You gotta like roll and see yeah, if he exactly. believes it or not. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is a good idea. I know it said thirteen, so I'm sticking with that. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm sticking with thirteen. I would. As well. I would definitely buy this game if you were to make it. So it's really not good for this podcast. Well, that's okay. It's we a fun one, actually good idea. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. That's we fair. normally do, like, have one good idea. Yeah, we have one idea that we all kind of, like, stand. We didn't, yeah. none of us came up with yeah. anything, like, good, even <laughs> relatively close to being viable. So it was nice to have something. I would say, like, a 17. I don't really play, like, role-playing games or anything like that, so I don't know too much about them, but it sounds like a pretty good, it's like this life. This would be a good intro. It's like life, it's but, like, life, but on steroids. The yeah, work yeah. Side. yeah. Yeah, no, like, it's... You could turn your you know your mundane office life into a into a party game and a little in, bit, and instead of dying, you just get fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you're fired. Yeah, you roll fired. three write up checks instead of you're death saves. Yeah, yeah. you fired. But the HR person has to like also roll to see how they perceive each of the write ups. <laughs> I'm gonna say next up is gonna be I don't have a t- working title for it, but it's gonna be a tuba mouthpiece resale app. So this is in the vein of like Grailed, StockX, Poshmark kind of stuff, but specifically for tuba mouthpieces. Uh, and this really comes out of, it's a necessity-based thing, because there's a website right now called TubeNet, no offense TubeNet listeners, uh, but I wonder what our crossover rate is. Right, sounds, exactly. Yeah, that sounds like a really bad website. Yeah. yeah. What if the CEO? Like awful of, place to visit on the, the The person who made TubeNet is sitting there at home listening to this and well, just like crying. And see, right here's the thing: they're not because TubeNet hasn't been updated. Like the actual website BBS hasn't been updated since like 2004. <laughs> okay. And that's what we're using right now. So they're just paying for the servers to be. Yes, up. exactly. Okay. And so that's why we need an app. And yeah, uh, tube and mouthpieces range from sixty dollars to up to four hundred. Uh, so that's like honestly about or even below like nice shoe range. Uh, so I think like price wise, it kind of fits into that niche. Uh, there's a lot of discontinued, hard to find mouthpieces, and uh, tuba players are crazy. Okay, they, yeah. they own five to twenty <laughs> mouthpieces. I think the true. main the main thing that would get this bumping is if. You get a supreme maiden. <laughs> yeah, they have like popular like fashion brands like pick it up and make their own tuba mouthpieces. Yeah, exactly. it's all about marketing. Well, yeah. I mean, there's that one. There's that one video where the kid's standing in line. He's like, "So you've been standing in line for two hours for a a supreme crowbar," <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I just want a crowbar. Crowbars are so awesome." And she's like, "All for a supreme crowbar," and he's like. 
I didn't even know it said Supreme on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I think it could fit in, like, people, they'll buy into hype if, there is, if there's just, like, a brand name behind it, I, so. I think, I think the difference is the audience. I, Chuva <laughs> players are very weird. Largely boomers, also. Yeah. Largely boomers, yes. I think when it comes to musicians, they don't really buy into a lot of, like, I don't want to say mainstream hype, but mainstream hype, you know, with, like, you know, Superior, or not Superior, Supreme. Sorry, we sell skateboards, but we're called Superior. It makes me laugh. Um, like Supreme, like Louis Vuitton, all those links, Gucci, you know, all that stuff. I don't think they really buy into that whole. I think they they trust the the mouthpiece making companies, you know, like Bach, Yamaha, all those. Uh, they they trust those to make really really good mouthpieces. I think um, the benefit of having a niche market is already that you'll get loyalty and people will come back. And there's that. If you're already saying there's not really a great competitor for this, and you can make one, mm-hmm. uh, when I say niche, it's already a really tight knit community anyway. So if you can get like ten of the people basically that commonly doing, use it, you'll right. get all of them. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> basically what you're making is a glorified Facebook group. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. like a but a, it, but it's a different group. app, so you get all the ad revenue that yeah. you make. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, another one. It's just riddled yeah. with ads. You, no, you need a you need an ad, so you got click on it. Ad, checkout. Ad, ad card. Ad. <laughs> what's the wait? What's the rating system, real quick, on this? Oh, uh, it's rapid fire. Oh, rapid, rapid fire. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, last one up is gonna be a fifth wave coffee shop. Fifth wave. Fifth wave. What was? So we're wave. we're on third wave right now. Okay. Fourth wave. There's a couple of people saying that they're fourth wave, but it's just a marketing ploy. So quick rundown, first wave. Wait, hold on, we don't know what the wave is. I know, yeah. I know, no, run it down. No, he's run it down. So first wave, first wave is like Folgers Instant Coffee. Uh, it was necessity driven. I need this in the morning. Drink it's it. What the it's what have all been drinking okay. exactly. for 20, 30 years. Second wave is Starbucks. You know, lots of sugar. Um, a little bit more focus on the actual drink, but uh, it's like fast food coffee. Yeah. And then third wave is currently kind of where we're in. Specialty coffee shops, pour overs, uh, single origin beans, stuff like that. So I'm skipping fourth wave that some people are claiming now. I'm going straight to fifth wave coffee. What are they claiming as fourth wave? Uh, there's a couple people saying like it's like super ethical coffee. Some people say it's like the fast like food scale up coffee. of third wave. Okay. Right. So okay. I'm kind of going in the green direction. Fifth wave coffee is there's no baristas. It's a compound, like a wine, like a winery. Okay. You show up, you plant your coffee tree, <laughs> and three, three to four years later, you get your beans. <laughs> You can roast them on site with our equipment. Okay. That aren't going to be used for three or four years. <laughs> well, you know, we wow. have to get a cycle of customers oh. going. It's like a but... coffee deposit box. <laughs> <laughs> and then after you roast your beans, you have freshly roasted and ground beans. To that make, you grew. That you grew to make your coffee with our equipment now, right there. Is somebody paying you rent to keep up with this tree? Um, no, no, well, no, you're, you're maintaining the tree yourself. Oh yeah, no. That, that's oh wait, what makes so, it fifth wave. so basically, so, all you're doing is supplying the, the land, the land, the land, the and land. the coffee equipment. Oh. Roastery equipment's pretty expensive. And oh, the what beans, what I guess. What if like, the tree right. dies? Oh, uh, that's well, on them. That's on them. Three to four years. You better sell the plot to you someone can, else. You, or you can give them. You can dig out the tree and resell them back their own plot for half price. Yes. Once the tree dies. So once the tree dies, if they want their plot back, they have to pay you fifty percent back, and you'll go ahead and rip it up. 
But then they have to bring back all their to, own fertilizer yeah. to set the soil back up. Yeah, exactly. How long does it... I'm going to Google. How long does it take for a coffee tree to grow? I think, he, I think that's what it's he like, Yeah, it's three to yeah. four years. Is really? It'll start that grows super fruit. fast. Yeah, three... That's It grows so fast. That's crazy. How much... So, how much does, like, it bear? Um, I really don't know. Because like, uh, if, if I'm planting a tree for, like... And I'm tending it for Gets three a bug. Years, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you get, like... You get like forty-five beans out of this one tree. I feel so, pretty damn pissed. The, the issue I see with this is, if you're paying them initially for the plot of land, but they upkeep the thing all themselves, how do you? Let's say their tree doesn't die, so they keep their part of land. How hmm. do you keep making money off of that customer? Do they? Do they have to pay you for rent space, or do they have like a service fee because you have the water bill and you just upcharge it? Or I would what say do you do? the entire thing is basically based on a rent system. So like you pay your month, your your year, let's say yearly rent, honestly, okay. or quarterly maybe, and you get uh, you you get your pick of single origin beans. You get your plot, you get your farming equipment, uh, and then you get access to all the roastery and all the barista equipment. And then and then it's almost it's like a, it's a membership. Almost. And then the job of upkeeping the tree is up to them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which one side is easier on you? Two side, it makes them feel more personally connected exactly. once they finally get something. Yeah, third, right. it, it could benefit you potentially. Yeah. This is financially. I definitely understand why you skipped the fourth wave and went straight <laughs> to the fifth though. Because this you. is a big jump in between what we're at now and what that possibly. Is. I yeah. feel like this could be a thing. Like even without the whole like individual person, like People pay money to go on wine tours. Like people make vacations out of going on wine tours. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, well, yeah, and people, it has and to people, be in a it has to be in an area that's conducive to yeah. growing and then coffee people, too. People, yeah, true. People do uh, <coughs> brewery tours and stuff like that. Like, what if you actually had like I'm sure there's some place in the U.S. that can support like somewhere in Florida can do coffee. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way that people would vacation that spot. Like, just have a like this is our own coffee forest. And you can, we, we grow the beans here, and we make the coffee here, and you try it. Especially with how many people are into coffee these days. It's like, not even like, oh, I drink coffee sometimes. Like right. an actual hobby is yeah, coffee. absolutely. You know, I think I think actually that part would actually just having a coffee orchard yeah. would actually be like a physical business idea. Yeah, I think that that's sure kind of what, somewhere that's like four and a half. And that's, that's like four and a half are arguing for fourth wave. I think you could upsell this a little bit, because I, I believe, I, this this might be untrue, this might be false. Coffee is supposed to go like extinct by like what twenty fifty or twenty sixty, oh, because mm. because it's being used in such massive amounts that it's not being grown fast enough. So mm. you could you could upsell this because of you know the impending extinction. Well, there's probably wild coffee. Wild coffee. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I'm sure wild coffee would be extinct by so, the fifties. Basically, what I'm saying is this, the supply is running out. Yeah, so but the like, demand will go up. And its value will also increase. How do you how do you stop someone? Is it a purely trust based like thing that someone won't steal someone else's beans? I'd say you probably get a key to your enclosure. Yeah, no, it's like a, so like a storage. Oh, so it's like a little greenhouse, like a little storage. Yeah, unit. or like or just like a plot with a fence, maybe. That that makes sense. Okay. Or if anything, if they want, they can install cameras, and if they can yeah. prove it's someone who owns it, you'll just revoke their land or something. Right. That's easy enough. Oh, and then if anybody uh, gets kicked out for any reason, you can just harvest all the beans from their tree and sell them. Oh, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. That That is a fantastic idea. 
Like, I can totally see this becoming, like, the most meta. Did they tell you what this podcast was supposed to be? <laughs> I really didn't think. <laughs> I really so thought y'all would draw the line at growing your own coffee tray. But. <laughs> well, that, that's where I'm, like, that's where I think the line is. I think the actual, like, go visit a coffee orchard, I think that's a really good idea. Depends on how, like, easy it is to tend to coffee trees or whatever they grow on. It is on. a tree, so I would expect it to be pretty self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, like, it's a... But it's also, it, it's not very common, is it? Like, at least in, like, this type of... I'm pretty sure in Florida, they grow their own co- They can grow coffee in Florida. Because I, I know, like, uh, a lot of coffee Maxwell House or, or, or Fold... Falters. One, one of the major quick first wave, mm-hmm. first, first wave, wave coffee companies... Has their thing in Jacksonville, and okay. when, literally when you're on the highway going into Jacksonville, all you smell is coffee. Wow. Wherever you go wow. to Jacksonville. Okay. So I think yeah, I yeah. think that's a really good, like you could do it with. You could have like two type of like drink places. You could do the, the coffee orchard, and then you could have like an orange juice place where you like cook people breakfast, and they get like a yeah. artisanal glass of orange juice on the yeah. side of it. You just start third wave like orange juice. Like yeah. a model, yeah. like a like a bed and breakfast, and then like you could like. This is this is a sucker trap for white people. It, that's yeah. You could have. I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah. <laughs> you know, raised breakfast. Have some cow, some pigs, some chickens for breakfast. eggs. Yeah, free range breakfast. Like, oh, where's this coffee from? Well, right down the road. Yep, where's the oranges from? Oh, well, that, that tree, tree over there. And all those others behind it. Now, and then where's this? Where, where's this? Uh, where's this sauce from? Not a, not a GMO in sight. Not, and not not that cow, but a cow just like that one. That's where the sausage. And that, another benefit of you saying that though is when you said like a storage unit oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. When you said like a storage unit. Sausage comes from that pork. could open up regionalities because if they get their own like green like a mini greenhouse just for that one tree, then you could do it in like you climate control basically. Yeah. yeah. Or just one huge greenhouse with like. As Dylan said multiple times, partitions, right. which will separate each tree. So it's like, if you do you want to grow in like the Costa Rica <coughs> greenhouse or like the Colombia greenhouse? Like dip, that, that's a lot more overhead. So maybe True. start in Florida where you can go outside, mm-hmm. and then once you get more money, like mm-hmm. open it up. Oh, you can open oh, up to multiple venues. I have like another idea. Remote, like I have an idea Cuba, to go Costa Rica, okay. you know, like all these South American countries. A so lot. say I'm in Seattle. Okay. I am a well-to-do businessman that likes coffee. And Austin's business is in Florida. Now, obviously, I can't make the trek to go tend to my tree. True. But what I can do <laughs> is hire is, someone no, down no, there. No, 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 I can sponsor a tree. Oh, And say, okay. I rent tree 127. And all my coffee, after I sponsor it four years, all my coffee is from tree 127. And you get a portion of the coffee, and then the person who's working on it gets a portion, too. Well, I'd, I'd be I think like the person, person working on it would get the revenue from yeah, it. Yeah, we get the oh, money, okay. and I just get the coffee from it. Yeah. So that way I'm like, oh, who's, where, where'd you get the coffee? Oh, my tree. My you tree down in seven. Florida. My, my Floridian. <laughs> it's guy. like when people buy those, or not buy, but like they sponsor like buy families. Well, yeah. there's and also... Like, this there, money definitely there, doesn't go to this There's also a Africa. little piece of, uh, a little thing I used to be interested in for some reason, where you could buy land in Scotland. For a dollar, hmm. and basically it was this. It was this guy that sold had land, and it was like I can make money. And he basically sold you a, a like a foot by foot piece <laughs> of land in Scotland, and it put your name on it. It was like it was like twenty five twenty five bucks, 
<laughs> and like you got you got a picture with your name on it and everything. And like, because you own land in England, you are officially a lord. Yeah, Dylan, you are absolutely the kind of person who would do Buy the true that. thing. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. I could be a lord. Yeah, an English lord. Yeah. I, I think the, by definition, I think the coolest part about this, I think, is where you really get into money is sponsorship, because I think it's probably about. I think it's 25% of people that want to be there and grow the tree. 75% of people who want to say they're growing the tree, but not really do it. Here's the catch, Austin. Everybody has tree 127. We're just serving them folders. Exactly. This is tree 127 coffee. And, you know, you got two people coming over like, what tree is this from? 127? Is that, honey, is that art? Don't we have one two seven? No, no, you have, you have one two, one two seven in the other location. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's it's uh, one two seven on lot C. Yeah, one two seven A. One two seven A. One two seven B. Secretly, it's all it's all just I guarantee, I guarantee. I remember reading this statistic that said like a whole bunch of like people who say, are like big wine snobs and stuff. Oh, it's all it's like yeah. Is if you were to like blind test them, they really wouldn't be able to tell an expensive wine from a cheap wine. Yeah. If you can't like read the taste notes, like you won't know yeah. what to say the taste yeah. notes are. So I I I'm wondering if coffee is similar, where you could tell someone this is a like this is a homegrown bean that we grew locally, strictly for you, mm-hmm. and then you literally just send them like a bag of the McDonald's beans <laughs> that you just marked out and write one two seven on it or something. It could work. I think this is a great idea. Whatever your rating scale is, I'm giving it top marks. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to do it out of five. Well, bottom, well, five. Yeah, five. 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 Yeah, great idea. No matter great which idea. is the best idea. Idea. Even with self-tree growing. Yeah. It's still a yeah. Because no, there's, definitely, there's definitely a market for it. Yeah, because I think about a quarter of people that lived in the area that say they want to do it would legitimately go up there like once a week and take care of the tree. The rest of 75% would just hire someone to do right. it and act like they're doing it. Mm. Well, man, uh, let me know when you guys do the good idea season. Uh, I'd love to be back. <laughs> yeah. Good ideas. We need episode. to do. We need to have like one segment where it's just good ideas. Or honestly, I think if this ever gets like big, we need to make like an email or a subreddit or something where people can post ideas, and oh, we yeah. just go and like rip yeah. the best ones when we yeah. start running out of stuff. <laughs> That's a good idea. Endless content creation. Yeah, it's yeah. Super well, um, we're at just at. About an hour twenty, so I think it's. Wow. I think that's a good time frame. I mean, I don't know about you, but that's like podcast. pretty great for podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'll sit. That's like great for listening to yeah. homework or something. Mm-hmm. So especially with the quality content we put. Exactly, out. <laughs> I think it's good. We're aiming for look <laughs> 30, thirteen downloads, people. Thirty thirty downloads on Dylan's twenty nine iPhone. Now look, he's buying ten this weekend. I whenever I edit these oh, episodes, are cheap, man. Whenever I edit these episodes, I laugh. I think they're good. But anyway, um, except the first episode, I totally messed up the audio quality. So that's definitely my bad. It's like really quiet. Really yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It, was a, it was a pilot. You yeah. know. You know, it shows we, we can always exactly. transcribe and, yeah. re, and just re-talk it <laughs> out. Yeah. We are all our... This podcast is our coffee tree. This is coffee tree 127. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that was a good talk. Um... 
Austin, do you have anything to plug? I know we offered you to do that. I'll, I'll plug my it. I'll plug my Instagram. I'm at a Glenn Tuba. Glenn with two ends. Is okay. it is it at a Glenn Tuba? Uh, well, yeah, I think at a Glenn Tuba. Okay. Yeah. All, I think all handles have that. Like yeah, I mean, Instagram. like I wasn't sure if you're saying like a is in a and then Glenn Tuba. Oh, okay, at okay, Glenn okay. Tuba. Oh, gotcha. I, no, no. I, I get I get what you mean now. Right, a yeah. for Austin, Glenn for Glenn. <laughs> tuba for tuba. Yeah, yeah. As they say. Yeah, yeah. One for house. <laughs> well, um, I'd say thank you for listening and try not to stub any toes. See you next time. Don't glow up your house. <laughs> <laughs>